<laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for being here today, everyone. Welcome to the Power Half Hour every single Wednesday at 11 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. I interview a top performer in their industry and today specifically in real estate. Again, a top producer from Calgary, Canada, Mr. Sean Getty. What an inspiring story. Thank you for being here today, sir. Yeah, absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Yeah, man. Um, you know, we met each other on Instagram <laughs> and I see what you do. Um, you out there helping agents, but it wasn't even that long ago that you started in real estate sales, right? So tell us about how you started. Uh, yeah, well, I'm two and a half years in the business now. So, um, you know, kind of getting there, getting my feet grounded a little bit. But uh, yeah, like mine was one of those kind of like rags to riches stories. I, um, I actually quit the course, to be honest with you. So I made it uh, not even halfway through, maybe like, I think like to the third chapter. And uh, it took me maybe eight, nine months, something like that to get there. And I just didn't have enough money to even write the test. The test was like 150 bucks and I never had that. So I'm like, what's the point of me even doing this? So I gave up and uh, yeah, long story short, um, you're, you're big on manifestation, all that kind of stuff as well. Yes, right? sir. Yes, sir. Right. So, you know, my life kept getting worse because that's what I was letting into my life. And one day I'm like, you know what, I'm going to change this. And, um, you know, this is not going to be my story. It's not going to be how I go out. I was, you know, suicidal thoughts and depression and everything back then. And, um, so I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to take control of this and I'm going to study hard. And somehow, some way the universe is going to give me money. And, uh, the next day out of the blue, my uncle calls me. He's like, Sean, what's going on? You know, your mom said you're getting into real estate. I'm like, yeah, we're, you know, I'm working on it. He's like, do you need anything? I'm like money. <laughs> 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 and uh, yeah, and he's from Arizona and he just gave me his credit card and uh, I put everything on there. So he, he paid for my course. He paid for my wow. dues. He paid to get me to EXP con uh, the first couple of times, everything. So yeah, if it wasn't for him, I, I wouldn't be here right now. That's so, awesome. Oh, I didn't know about uh, that about your uncle, but let, let's back up. How did you get into that situation? Um, you know, what, what did you do before real estate? Yeah. So I was in new home sales. So new construction, I worked for a builder in the sales okay. center. And, um, you know, I was kind of cursed with a gift. Um, I was really good at it, uh, but I was also really stupid. So the builders kept pushing me into the areas that weren't selling. Mm. So I would go and I'd have to clean up. So I'd go into areas that maybe had one deal in six months. I went into one area. They never had a deal in 18 months. Whoa. I had to go in there. Yeah. So I'd go in there and I would do very well compared to the area, yeah. but I wouldn't do well in my life, if that makes sense. Yeah. Right? So yeah, like the one where they didn't, they didn't do one deal in 18 months. I think I went in there and did a dozen deals in the first few months or something like that. So, oh my gosh. Um, but it still wasn't great. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Great for the area, but so I kept feeling like I was handcuffed and um, cause they told us where we could work. And um, again, a like super long story short, um, I was married before we had a, you know, um, like a, a tough situation came up when we get divorced. I didn't handle that very well. Um, so I got divorced, I got fired and I broke my arm all within a few weeks. And oh my gosh. So I lost my life, uh, lost my career, lost my love and I lost my health all at the same time. So that started my spiral. I got fired uh, from the new home sales. I took about a year off. And when, when I came back, I just never made any money when I came back. And uh, that's when I was like, you know what? I got I to gotta try real estate. So, Oh, I my gosh. Yeah. So all that, um, what, what, was that 
like the divorce, losing everything, losing the job, was that all within like a one year, two year span before three years three span? Weeks. Three weeks. Three no, weeks? Three weeks. Yeah. What? Yeah, it all it all happened at once, man. <laughs> so you it wasn't even like a slow spiral. It was like a crash. Johnny, I don't do anything slow, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, which brings us to, you know, today. Yeah. Um, you're two and a half years in the business. How, how many transactions will you and your team do this year? Uh, we'll see. We'll, we should do a little over 200 this year. 200 transactions, guys. This is in two and a half years. Yeah. I actually don't know anybody that in two and a half years would do almost 200 transactions. So well, I did, big I did congratulations. I Thank you. Um, I did, besides, I, I, you know, manifestation, asking the universe, what do you think contributed to, you know, you from day one in real estate and and you know what what, what do you think is the, the the key factor for you to be here today 200 transactions yeah uh it's funny i was talking about that with the team this morning uh being broke was being broke I, I i don't advise you guys to do that but um yeah no i was missing my mortgage payments i was getting my car repoed um i couldn't afford to eat so I remember I was selling my furniture and things around my house uh, for like $5, $10. And I was deciding whether to put that in the gas tank or go buy a can of tuna. Um, so I had to work, right? The, the work ethic was there's, you know, I just, I had to do it. And uh, I had a couple of defining moments, but one of them is when I realized what, what work really was. And this is what I try to teach all my people. A lot of people think work is busy work. They're like, oh, I'm doing stats and CMAs and market updates and, you know, renewing my email signature and all the shit. That's not work. So I only define work as prospecting. That's the only thing that I count as work. And if you prospect a minimum of two hours a day and you truly prospect two hours a day, your pipeline should be so full of you crazy. But what I find is most people only work 15 minutes a day. And I kind of got a story of how that came to be. I don't know if you want to hear that. or Of course, please. So um, I don't know how many Canadians are uh, watching this one, but I used to work at a furniture store. It's called The Brick. So like a big furniture chain up here. Yeah. And um, I was super lucky to work under a guy named Craig Wenzel, super smart guy. And uh, back, he used to be the national sales manager, but this is a story when he ran a store. And he said he wanted to, to double his production, right? So he wanted to increase his store sales by two. And um, he just wanted his people to work more. So what he did is he actually got a stopwatch and uh, he clocked the people and the only time that he uh, counted them as work, so see how much they work in an eight-hour shift, the only time they worked is when they were qualifying or giving features and benefits on the couches and the mattresses and stuff, right? So when they're entering the transaction, didn't count. When they're leaving them to go, didn't count. Or they're floating around, didn't count. So if you could take a guess, in an eight-hour shift, employment was prospecting only or qualifying and selling only. In an eight-hour shift, how long do you think people were employed in eight hours? 30 minutes. You're pretty close. Yeah. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. In minutes, right? So if you can imagine people were there for an eight hour shift and they were only employed for 15 minutes. So what he did is he taught people how to qualify properly, how to get features and benefits properly and everything. And he got people to an hour. So they were employed mm. for an hour and his store sales doubled, which is incredible, right? Oh my goodness. Yeah, right? Not, changed nothing else. No more marketing, no more nothing. Just treating the people that were coming in the door properly. So I apply that to my real estate business, right? I go, if I can just be employed for two hours a day, right? And then what happens is it's kind of an equation, right? 
where if you think of an eight hour workday, if you have no business, you should be prospecting for eight hours a day. And then it's less and less and less as you're taking care of transactions. But if you always take care of that two hours, you'll, you'll never be out of business. It's crazy because we all think, you know, we work 12, 14 hour days. Oh, yeah. Yes, you are being busy 12, 14 hour days. But really, when I was working 12, 14 hour days, I was prospecting, though, five, six hours a day. But if you're brand new, you work eight hours a day, you should be putting it all in prospecting because you got nothing else to do. Nope. Like, you know, really designing your website, doing your business cards, getting an open house. And that's not work, guys. Lead generation is number one for uh, new real estate agents. In fact, that's number one and that's it. Yeah. You know, it's funny, John, John, I'll tell you. So when I, when I first started, um, I, I started at EXP, uh, cause of my uncle. Right. And, um, so there was only like a handful of agents here. I think there was maybe like a hundred or something right in Calgary. And so you're not, back then you were assigned a mentor. Now they have the little program. It's a little different, but back then you were assigned to like a one person mentor and there's only one available. Oh, there. So there's only one available in Calgary. So I remember I met with them. We went for breakfast. And um, so tell them, like, listen, like, I need to sell a house today, right now, right? You, whatever you tell me to do, I'm literally going to get up off this chair. I'm not even finishing the meal and I'm going to go do it, right? So I'm like, what's your best advice? I started in March. <clears throat> so they go, the, the best thing that you could do is work a community. I'm like, okay, sure. Makes sense. So how do I do that? They're like, the number one thing you do is a pumpkin drive. I'm like, pumpkin drive in October? <laughs> like, Yeah. I'm like, it's fucking March. I need a deal today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I go, that's stupid. And I go, not only is that stupid, I go, I ain't got no money. So like, where, where am I going to procure these pumpkins? Right. <laughs> so I go, I'm just going to go steal them. Like I, I will, if you tell me to do it, but, but I, so pumpkins, right. I'm like, okay, great. What's your, your number two? Like, where's your go-to, right? You're my, yeah. you're my mentor. I'm paying you 20% of my commission for this. That was the program back then. Yeah. And, um, so the second thing they told me to do is go hang out at a coffee shop and talk to people coming and going. I'm like, I don't think you understand the level of broke that I am. Like I can't <laughs> afford a coffee. So I can't just go sit at a coffee shop, right? Like if you don't pay for this meal, I'm running just so you know, right? Like, um, so I can't wow. afford a coffee to sit there. And like, how does that make sense? Talking to people coming and going to do a deal today. That made no sense to me. Yeah. You know, I don't want to hear number three. Thank you for your time. I'm good. So I went to our broker here and I said, I'm not doing the mentor thing. And they're like, well, you have no choice. I'm like, well, then I quit. They're like, what? I'm like, I'm not paying this person the money I don't have for the information I don't want. So I go, I quit. I'll find another brokerage, right? Like, okay, fine, fine. You're, you're on your own, right? I'm like, good. I'd rather be on my own. So then I log into, I log into EXP World. This is hilarious. <laughs> I log into EXP World, right? And they've got the little desk at the front. Yeah. And I'm like, hey, my name's Sean. I'm brand new. Uh, I need to learn how to sell a house today, right? Like, oh, you're brand new. Okay, welcome. Ha <laughs> ha. Like, how do I, where do I go, right? Like, oh, if you're brand new, you got to take a boat for the ride. I'm like, boat? Because it's a little <laughs> game, right? Yeah. I'm like, boat? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't want to take a boat for a ride. I go, where do I learn to sell houses, right? Yeah. So then I, I deleted that. So now I, I had no mentor. We're an online brokerage. So I have no brokerage to go to. I can't talk to anybody. Uh, nobody wants to fucking talk to me because you know realtors are right <laughs> I got no mentor I got no training I'm like well what do I do right I have no wow. like, I literally have no idea what to do um yeah so I just started like YouTube and googling things and I, I didn't like what I seen on YouTube or Google either like nothing really made sense to me I'm like this all sounds old this all sounds shitty like if somebody warm called me with these scripts that these guys are given like 
made no sense. So, but I, I paid attention to what the tasks that they were saying to do, like door knocking, mm-hmm. warm calls, all that kind of stuff. I'm like, I'm going to do those things okay, blind and yep. I'm just going to make up as I go and I'll figure it out from there. So yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of how I started in real estate. <laughs> I got my first, my first listing one weekend from a warm call, uh, 1.4 million dollars. And wow. our, average, our average sale was 450,000. So at three X, the average sale. And I, I promptly got fired from that. Uh, maybe like three weeks later. Oh my goodness. I got fired. Got your first listing and you got fired immediately. Oh yeah, absolutely. I had no clue what I was doing. Right. Yeah. My goodness. So uh, just, just a, a side note, um, the mentorship program at eXp Realty is no longer there. It's not like that anymore. So oh, it's way better now. Great mentors. Uh, now it's, now it's better. Mentors. Yeah. No, but back then we were, we were so small. Right? Exactly. So yeah, small. Yeah. Like they're the, the pool to choose from. Now there's so many great agents, so many talented agents. It's it's so different from when when I think you started around the same time. Around the same time. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's no, so it, it is a lot better now. Now, um, so you went and did the tasks that the YouTubers, that the real estate agents that were teaching these things that to to do the door knock, the 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 calling, the whatnot. So exactly um, which sources were you calling? Uh, Dignaz is, uh, is, is, is asking, how did you prospect? Like, what did you do specifically? Specifically? Uh, this might take a minute, <laughs> but <laughs> back then, again, like I had no clue what I was doing. Right. So I was, I was just doing everything. I also worked the second job. So, um, yeah, I worked at the bars. I was a bouncer, which is fucking okay. If anybody ever goes through that, I hope you don't, but I was standing outside freezing. So my shift was 7.30, 8.30 at night till three in the morning. Oh and then I'd sleep for like a few hours and I'd wake up at seven or eight and I'd go do real estate all day. Oh. Um, yeah, so the biggest things that I did uh, was um, cold calling, I did. And I was, uh, we have telelistings available to us. Okay. So I, would, yeah. I would just draw the map. And I got a hold of, I'm just like, I didn't see Ricky Kruth for a year later. So I was just calling people, just literally asking them what they needed to sell real estate kind of stuff, right? So I did cold calling and then warm calling. And my warm calls were, were truly just to catch up with people, to be honest, right? Because mm-hmm. I felt like all the warm calls that we get taught is like, hey, can I help you with real estate and whatever? And if you ever right. talk to someone in 10 years, they don't want to hear from you about that, right? Right. So I just catch up with people, right? Hey, how's it going? How's your life? Are you married? Are you divorced? Me too. You know, did you get a gift card? I didn't. So, and uh, right, I would just catch up with people. Yeah. And then when they asked about real estate, I'd be like, yeah, or what I'm doing. I'd be like, yeah, I'm in real estate now. It's really good. You know, thanks. Like, can I kick it back to them? And um, just by doing warm, like truly warm calls, right? Um, it would catch up. Uh, it would catch up. And um, yeah, then one guy just gave me a listing, right? So that one. Um, and then I was working in open house. And so check this out. So, so many things I went to go work my first open house. And so I was trying to, to Google, uh, uh, open house sign-in sheets because mm. I'm, I'm not good on computers. Right. So I, it would take me a full day to make a chart with some lines on it. So it's, it's, it is what it is. So I'm Googling and, um, uh, I get this one to download, but you got to put your email and phone number to download it. So I do it. And then, you know, 15 seconds later, guess who calls? Any guesses? Mm. I know you know who it is, but you don't know. I don't so know. Tom, Tom Ferry, right? Tom Ferry coach. Oh, Tom Ferry coach. Okay. Yeah. So it was a Tom Ferry website. It wasn't, but you know how it's all LinkedIn, right? So, right, right, right. So it's like, hey, you notice you downloaded a house sheet, blah, blah, blah. Tell me what your business, how's it going? I'm like, I don't have a business. I've been a realtor for like three days. 
and I've got no money, right? So we start talking and he's basically telling me that you have to have a real estate coach or you're not going to make it. 90% failure rate, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, well, you know, how much he costs? He's like 1500 a month. I'm like oh. US? <laughs> I go, not a fucking chance. <laughs> well, there's no way, right? And uh, he's like, yeah, but you can make $397,000 a year and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, whoa, 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 400,000 a year. I'm like, well, what do you make? He goes, what do we mean what I make? Well, you got to be making five or six or seven. Cause if you're going to teach me how to make four, you better be making more. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I caught him kind of off guard. He's like, oh no, you know, we don't really do real estate and whatever. I'm like, so your salary, $400,000 a year. I'm like, sign me up, man. I'm quitting today. And uh, turns out that he's minimum wage, like 12 bucks an hour. Cause I got it out of him. Right. He makes like 12 bucks an hour and he's paid to read scripts to tell me to read scripts, right? Mm. Two calls a month or whatever, one call a week. So now I realize that coaching is a scam as well, right? <laughs> this is stupid. This guy doesn't even fucking sell houses. So now you're like, you know, whatever. But I got the, I got the sign-in sheet. So that was good. And then so <laughs> I'm going to work my first open house. Um <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm telling you, I'm just fumbling. Right? Yeah. <laughs> That's good shit. That's good. I, I go to work my first open house and uh, I'm trying to get more exposure for it. Right. And um, I, I, yeah, I got no money, but I got like maybe $3, $4 available with my credit card. So I'm going to decide to do a boost instead of um, eat that day. So I go to put the boost on and Instagram keeps declining me. I'm like, why won't it decline me? I see people fucking posting houses and shit all the time, right? But you know, back then you had to sign up and say you're a realtor and all stuff. I didn't know. Yeah. So I kept declining my post. Um, so what happened is I started asking my sphere to share my post. Mm. And um, we call that a slingshot now and we can kind of get to that a little bit later. But that was my, my best and most aggressive social media tool to date. And it mm. gets an insane amount of business and exposure. It's unbelievable. Um, and I started posting on Facebook market groups and stuff like that. And then I started getting an insane amount of buyers and stuff. I, I double in last year, I double ended like almost 20 deals. Whoa. So Sean, you said the boost from your friends or just Instagram boost? No, I couldn't Instagram boost. Yeah. I couldn't Instagram boost. You got your so friends to share. I got my friends to do it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Facebook marketplace. So I, I double ended at 20 odd deals, uh, last year alone. Wow. And it all came for free, not, not one single paid ad because I couldn't pay for ads, right? right. Find ways to do it for free. And um, yeah, so that's been incredible for me still today in my business. I, I got fucking, I think I got like eight or nine deals sitting in here in Marketplace right now that I haven't responded to. Wow. Um, dude, it's, it's insane. When you figure it out, it's so easy. Um, so anyway, so I'm working my open house, but I need to get traffic there too, right? So I'm doing the boost, I'm doing the boost, I'm doing the shares and stuff. And then I went and knocked doors and I was showing my team this today. I was going through and because they're, they're not knocking enough doors. And so I knocked 350 doors for that open house. You guys are fucking knocking 10 each way, 20 each way. That's any shit. I did 350, right? You guys got to knock every fucking door. So I knocked all those doors, right? And it's an estate house and we had 30 people come through, right? And an open house in a state community it was wild, right? And I was trying to register them. I don't register. Just so you know, you should never register people for open houses. That, that's a way of the past, right? Mm. So, you should book showings right then and there. If you do, if you do an open house properly, um, so you, you greet, you warm them up, you get coffee worthy, we call it, whether we want to share a coffee with you, you qualify. And if you qualify properly, we call it the four, two, right? So you got to go four levels deep, two over. So mm -hmm. like, Hey, like, you know, what are you shopping for? Or whatever. Anyway, we'll take too long to get into it. Check out my YouTube. <laughs> um, 
two to four two, and there's a good chance that the house that they're looking at isn't the house that's buying, right? Right. Have a one percent closing rate. Same with cold calls. So what happens is um, if you qualify them properly, you'll know exactly what house that they want to buy. And if you did your homework, you'll know what houses are in the area. You'd be like, listen, like this isn't the house for you. So I'm not going to go and talk about the upgraded carpets and the stainless steel appliances and shit because you're going to look at it and be like, listen, idiot, I don't want this fucking house. Why are you trying to sell it to me? Instead, I'm like, I understand you don't want this. I understand you don't want that. I'm not even going to show you this house. But there's two houses right here that are exactly what you're looking for. Let me book them right now and we'll go see them at six o'clock tonight. How does that sound? And then I'll show them the house that night and I'll sell them right then and there. No sign-in sheet, right? All the other realtors are working open houses, trying to sign them up, send them emails, community, this and this. Dude, I've already sold them the house. Send them the email. I've already got them under contract. Holy shit. Yeah, you're welcome. There's an idea. No (laughs) sign-in sheets. You book the appointment right there and then. Like that's, you guys, motivation comes from inspiration or desperation. How desperate are you? I was fucking desperate. <laughs> but desperation, you know, gives you inspiration and a lot of creativity. Right? Yeah, well, I'm Tom fucking fairy. <laughs> I don't I don't have a budget to boost my Instagram posts, but guess what? Go to your sphere and say, like, hey, do this for me. Yeah. Just right. share my post. Right. I don't have money to boost, but, but if you could do this for me, do me a huge favor. And at the same time, those people are your sphere and you can ask them for referrals too. So it's to check this out. It's even better than that, John. So here's how this goes. So you guys all know how the algorithm works. I'm assuming everybody watching this, if you don't, how it works is, is Instagram, Facebook, meta, um, they're all paid on you viewing ads inside the platform, right? Mm -hmm. So what happens is the people who can, um, the people who can get more likes, more DMs, more shares, more comments, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook thinks that you're friends with that person and you're coming onto that platform to see them. So they'll put you higher in the algorithm. Okay. So all those things are worth points, right? And you want to get high points to make sure you're showing up first. Um, so what happens is a share is one of the top things for the algorithm. DMs are the best thing, well, saves right now, but it changes, but saves are number one, um, DMs are number two, shares are number three. So those are the highest things that are gonna boost your algorithm. Mm. So now I've got 40, 50, 60 people sharing. So what did I just do in that algorithm? I'm now number one on all those people's algorithm. The second thing is, so I've made a comment, hey, can you help me out? Can you share this post? It means the world to me, blah, blah, blah. They share it. Now I go back in there and I thank them. And what do you think I do after I thank them? I treat it like a warm call. Right. You just, How you been? You up, married, right. divorced. What's going on? Yeah. I'll jump into their feed and I'll scroll down their feed. I'm like, oh shit, you went camping at blah, blah, blah this year. I wanted to go camping at blah, blah, blah this year. Oh, you just bought a new this? Crazy. How is it? Boom, boom, boom. Now we're DMing back and forth. Now mm. it's worth my algorithm. Way through, through the roof. roof. Right? Now I'm I'm done. I'm the king of the algorithm now. And I'm, I'm warm calling, DMing. Uh, the people that are in my sphere um, and real estate's naturally going to come up. And again, same thing. It's great. I love it. Blah, blah, blah. Back to you. Right. Always a value. Always about them. Never about me. You should be listening twice as much. You should be talking. Right. We all know that. Yes, sir. And then they've shared it to their sphere. Now you guys all have ran ads, I'm sure. And you guys have all seen ads. How many of you people actually click an ad? Not many. Right. Pretty fucking low. Yeah. Right. How many of you are curious about the people that are sharing on their people's stories? Oh, 100%. 
looking at that. Where's your ROI? I didn't spend a fucking dime. I'm getting so much attention to my account, way more than if I ran an ad and I didn't pay nothing. Wow. See what I'm saying? This is crazy because um, I've never heard of this before. So Dignaz, please um, watch this episode over and over and over again. All the new agents beyond the expired for sale by owner, just listed, just sold. Warm old, calls. Dude, old. Old. Do this, please. <laughs> this is how, okay. So now fast forward, you did that and you succeeded at that. When did you start building a team and what's your team look like today? Uh, yeah. So, uh, I started my, my first team 11 months in cause I had did about 44 deals my first year. Right. Which isn't so bad. And then I got to check the numbers on this cause I keep saying this and I want to make sure I'm accurate, but I think I did 102 deals my second year. Right. So it's pretty wild with no ad spend. Right. So 11 months in, uh, I was getting so busy. I was spilling business all over the place. Right. So, uh, and I'm horrible with paperwork, just so you guys know, like I'm, I'm literally like all thumbs, knuckle dragging Neanderthal. Like I'm just, I'm not good at it. So, um, my broker is like, Sean, you're bogging down the system with your bullshit business. Uh, can you please hire him in? And I said, uh, no, thank you. Right. I'll just keep fucking up my paperwork by my own. And then they can just deal with it. <laughs> right. Nice guy. Um, you're the guy. I'm that guy. Oh, I'm, I'm that, that guy. guy. <laughs> and then, uh, so instead of hiring a man, like I should, and here's for every single person that's thinking about starting a team here from an idiot that went the wrong way, hire an admin before you hire an agent, listen to the people before you. It's a million times better. Hire an admin first. You will increase your business and you will make more money. Yes. You can't big dick it that I have a team and blah, 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 but you will financially be better hiring an admin than starting with agents learn from someone that screwed it up. Yes, sir. So I hired an agent. <laughs> so I brought in my first, so I brought in my first agent. And um, so anyway, so I hired my first agent. And what happens is I thought they were just going to handle the overflow of my business because they've been in, in real estate for five years. Right. They didn't really need my help with paperwork and transactions and things like that. Right. Um, but what they did want is they wanted my, my tutelage and my mentorship, my time. And I thought they were just, just going to handle my extra deals. Right? right. So now I got bogged down because I was giving them what they wanted, which I didn't know. You know what I mean? Right. So now I'm slowing my production down instead of increasing it. <clears throat> like, oh, shit, I better hire an admin. <laughs> right. So a week later I did, I hired him in from there. So the first version of my team, um, you know, we got up to five people, uh, but really only two that mattered. The three didn't do anything. Right. So there's three of us. Um, and they were doing not bad business, decent business, but it was, it was me that was pretty much carrying the team. So we always looked like we were a high performance team. We were always number two or number three. We never finished number one yet. Yeah. We were always number two or number three team. Uh, so it looked impressive, but it was, it was my transactions for the most part. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I would do like 15 in a month or 18 and they would do like three or four. Right. Right. Um, and then, so, um, and the other problem, here's another thing too. I didn't like teams when I started. I thought, I, I still think teams are dirty for the most part, to be honest. I'm not gonna talk about everybody, but I really think teams are stupid. Um, I think it's one person that figured out how to get lead. <laughs> Sorry, John. Uh, I think it's one person that figured so out how awesome. to get leads and they wanna get rich while everybody else does the work for them, right? And it's not a real team because everybody is competing for those leads. Yeah. So what happens 
because you got a rainmaker and they're raining on everybody. And let's say they get a, let's just easy, easy numbers. Let's say they got a hundred leads to divide and you got five people. So it should be 20 leads each. That's not how it goes. You got a guy with a 20% closing ratio. You got a guy with a 5% closing ratio. This guy's going to get 40. This guy's going to get five. That's how it goes. So these people are not working together. They're working against each other to compete for the most amount of leads from the rainmaker. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's in my mind, that's not a team. I can't pass the puck to that person. I can't go to them and ask for real advice. They might give me like a little tidbit or something, right? But they're not going to really help me drive my business. Mm-hmm. So for me and my team, so, that, so that's, that's, under, that, that's why I didn't like with teams. Um, and I don't like internet leads. I, I do them now a little bit. I still don't like them. Um, because you're, you're spending your time on it instead of spending your time building your social network, right? So anyways, the second mistake I made was uh, I kept my split too low. So I only charge these guys 25%, no matter what, right? And because I just want them to make money. So I'm like, okay, 25%, you know, covers my expenses and whatever. But I was making like a hundred bucks a deal. Some deals I was losing two, $300, like how are you losing, right? But we had out of town listings that cost a lot of money to, to get the signs up and everything out there, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so I was losing and it was taking up my time, right? So now again, same thing. So if you guys are thinking of starting a team, the people want mentorship from you. So you have to charge enough so that you can replace your income so that you can actually give the time to those people. Does that make sense? Right? You have to charge enough. And, and by being nice is not being kind. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. So guys, the team leaders or aspiring team leaders out there, you're doing yourself a disservice you're, if you're only charging 25%. You're, you're actually out of pocket and you can't replace your own production to be able to help them you know, grow as they want to on your team. That's why there, there's turnover. So that you just ex- explain why you can't charge 25%. It, it simply does not work. That doesn't work. Right. And, and they, want, they want to learn from you. Yeah. Me, so I was doing so much of my own production still. I couldn't give them that time. So they were actually unhappy with me. Mm. I couldn't give them what they wanted, even though I thought I was doing the best thing I could for them by charging little. Mm. Right. That's, this is amazing advice. This is like mind blowing advice. Please watch this uh, over and over and over again. Sean, we are out of time. Any last insight for the audience today to have us finish strong for 2021? Yeah, uh, so much. Understand what work is. That's the main thing. And then understand that. So when we become self-employed or business owners or realtors, we all think that we run the business, but we have to understand that we are the employer and the employee. Mm-hmm. And what happens is if you are paying yourself an hourly wage, so let's call it a hundred bucks an hour, right? Because you, whatever you want to make at least hundred grand a year, so fifty bucks an hour, whatever. If you are paying yourself by the hour the employer version of you for the employee version, if you're paying yourself a hundred bucks an hour and you're based on prospecting was your only employment, would you hire yourself or fire yourself at the end of every day? And the goal is to make sure that you hire yourself as the employee. Don't forget you're the employee of your business. You're both employee and employer. And you know what guys really figure out what work really means. Um, I am so inspired today, man. Uh, you've, Failed, 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 oh, failed fast. So, much. <laughs> so fast in two and a half years, you're able to do 200 transactions. Guys, fail fast, fail forward. Sean, thank you so much for today. That was amazing value. Thanks, everyone. Sean, you're awesome, man. Okay, All see you.